Episode 8 of Portal to Profits is finally here and in today's episode we will look at how companies manipulate their financial statements. Every month we hear news of new scams breaking out. One of the most widely used methods to commit these scams have always been manipulation of financial statements. In the financial world the manipulation of these financial statements is known as earnings management. As retail investors, it is very important to know how these financial statements have been manipulated. This helps us specifically identify the red flags and avoid the potential losses these stocks bring with them. In this episode, we will cover what motivates these companies to manipulate their financial statements and we'll also look at how they do so. So stay tuned and keep listening to find out. Now let's talk about a few techniques that are commonly used by companies to manipulate financial statements. There are various ways in which a company indulges in accounting malpractices. This is primarily observed through the means of using flexibility provided by different accounting standards in deciding the accounting method and the application of the standard in that particular scenario. Some of the most common techniques used to manipulate financial statements are number one, misusing the flexibility given for creating provisions and reserves. The most common way of fudging financial statements is by creating provisions and reserves. Here the companies take advantage of the flexibility given by accounting standards. The standards allow management to estimate and make assumptions for future bad debts, receivables and other accrued income. But instead, some manipulators use this to their advantage to distort earnings. Personally, we feel that this practice is very common in the case of banking, housing loans and financial companies in India. In the cases of banks, the senior management has full flexibility to make assumptions about non-performing assets. Higher provisioning done in one quarter can lead to lower profits in the quarter and vice versa. Thereby, whenever the bank wants to improve its earnings, it can delay the recognition of bad debts. This is done by creating fewer provisions in that financial year or quarter and thereby tweaking its earnings. Number two, overstating earnings. The other common method of manipulating statements is through overstating earnings by showing fictitious sales and advanced revenues. This strategy is very common in manufacturing companies. Companies do this by showing inflated sales, advanced sales without an actual sale of goods or recognizing revenue in one go instead of actually breaking it up for the duration of the project or period of sale. This practice is commonly used by real estate companies to manipulate sales. Number three, related party transactions. Companies indulge in related party transactions to divert company funds. These diverted funds are sent to offshore accounts through dummy companies. These accounts are operated by relatives or close family members of the promoter. An example of this an example of this is a company an example of this is a company granting loans to relatives of promoters the company then claims them as bad debts thereby removing company funds belonging to the shareholder another common tactic used is selling items at higher prices to related parties to inflate sales these parties are given a share of the differential amount Therefore, as an investor, one should take a good look at the related party transactions of the company as disclosed in the annual report. Number four, underreporting costs and expenses or delaying it. Companies also shift current expenses to a later period. They delay expense recognition and therefore push the earnings on an upward trajectory. Companies capitalize normal operational costs which should directly appear in P&L statements. This is done to reduce costs. 
the costs are then shifted to the balance sheet. This is also usual way for companies to alter their financial statements. Depreciation is a key item in the income statement. There is a lot of leeway in terms of accounting flexibility and standards given to companies while calculating depreciation. To begin with, there are three to four different methods of calculating depreciation. The rate of depreciation and the useful life of the item varies from asset to asset. This allows the company a lot of flexibility in terms of preparing their depreciation schedule, thus managing costs. Companies charge lower depreciation on assets, increase the lifespan of an asset, alter the method of depreciation midway during the lifespan of the asset, resulting in extraordinary gains. Another malpractice used by companies to manipulate depreciation is by keeping assets in the balance sheet which are not in use anymore. Companies also do this by revaluing assets selectively. Quality of corporate governance questions arise frequently in Indian companies. This is due to the general perception of promoters and managers practicing earnings, manipula earnings manipulation. This is one of the primary reasons why investors are willing to pay a premium price for high corporate governance companies. To counter such malpractices, SEBI is constantly trying to come up with innovative methods to put these at check. In addition to this, SEBI is slowly introducing steps in improving the quality of governance in Indian companies, but despite this, we still have a long way to go. That's all for today's episode. We hope that this one has brought immense value to you. The next episode is closer than you think it is, so stay tuned. 